Guess who's back? It's me. It's Rory. I'm back. He's back. But you know what we're back for? It's very important. It's not important. Yes, it is. It's very important. Makes me want to cry. Why? Hello, everyone. It's Shaitan Oki, and this is Oki Let's Talk. You see, my friend Rory and I talk about technology a lot. Like, we rant on the daily about different things in the tech space, you know, whether it's Apple messing up or, you know, some new thing. I don't know. I can't think of examples on the spot. What's wrong with me? Oh my god. But we talk about the aux cord, like, extensively when Apple took it out. Okay, okay, maybe our tech talks are all around Apple. You know what? Maybe they are Apple rants. Which is what this is going to be, actually. It's going to be an Apple rant. It's all about the beef with the MacBook Pro, basically. So today, when we recorded this, Thursday, October 7th, Apple had its big event where they announced the new Apple MacBook Pro line. And we basically have beef with it. And this is what this podcast is about. So get ready and before you even start recording um i mean listening wow uh professionalism is totally out the window right now but basically i when we when we set up this recording i think the microphone was way too close to the fan of the computer so there's a this really nice sounding hum in the background but you know what the talk is so great you're not even gonna notice it's there okay you know what it's gonna be so good just ignore it Wow, I'm really professional at these things. <laughs> Anyways, here is the conversation Rory and I had, the beef we have with the MacBook Pro. And let's go. The new MacBook Pro combines the fundamental qualities of an ultra-portable device with uncompromising performance. With our new design, the product's overall volume has been reduced dramatically. This results in an extremely purposeful and powerful creative tool. But the thing is, if we're talking about portability, it's just like cell phones. There's there's a point where portability becomes becomes like a a negligible feature. You know, we already have very portable things. you can take it anywhere. It's so it's light. It's so it's light, like, right? It's like why does it need to be lighter? I mean, you can change the you can make the weight lighter, but the form factor, like their it's, whole it's the their, same size, right? Like their whole argument for taking out ports is portability. But what if I told you, hey Johnny, I why don't you just make the internal computer lighter, and you know you don't have to take out the ports to be lighter. That that's sort of what I'm thinking. Yeah, that's my point. I don't know. They're just like at this point, they're just like like. How much thinner can it get? Like, it's not that. It's not even like thick at all. Like, I put it in my bag. I go. It's like I don't even need to worry about it. I carry it wherever I want. It's fine. I don't need to like. I don't. It's never ever thought in my head that I'm like. You know what? The the whole thing is like whatever. Whatever. Right. Okay. Back back. Back to Johnny. A precisely designed LED spectrum projects through a metal oxide backplane. This yields a remarkably bright, high contrast picture with a wider color gamut. Wow, I wanted a wider color gamut. The force touch trackpad now provides an expensive area for a whole range of Expensive or expansive? I don't know. 
We can't sell it to British accent. People designed to be more accurate and efficient. I mean, let, first of all, like, are you trying to say keys right now aren't accurate? Yeah. Or efficient? What does efficiency for a key mean? I think, I think, well, key efficiency is like how fast the key comes back up after you've pressed it. Okay. That's like the kind of... Like the response. Yeah, it's like when you click the keys down, they come right back up. Yeah. Um, it's like that kind of stuff. Right. Um, that's what they're talking about. So they're making, they're making it more like... Essentially, they're just saying they've made it more like the... the, just, the just the general MacBook. How, you know how the keys are really... Right, like right, right, right. Thin. Yeah, like that. Like really awful to type on. <laughs> okay. Stone switches beneath each key being optimized for a more responsive field. Wow. It is the we touch panel. A new way to interact with your notebook. A multi-touch bar provides a more intuitive, more immediate... It's not attractive. Is that just me? No. <laughs> ...that were once hidden are now visible. Easily accessible and also customizable. In each application, the most relevant controls are displayed dynamically, allowing you to work with greater efficiency. This oh, is also that was the first met with Touch ID. This seamless integration of hardware and software is truly unique to Apple. The speakers have also been completely redesigned to maximize. Okay, let's like let's talk about that whole touchpad. Yeah, that whole touchpad. What um, is that about? So they've got. It appears that they've gotten rid of um, the function function, function bot, the function keys. And you can you can tell that it's more like this like your inner MacBook keyboard. Thing. Right. It's like they've added this beautiful stroke of glass onto it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which is another. Concern because now you have this, this um, it's glass. So if you drop the computer, you're 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 even in more danger because something in the computer might be okay, but that thing can be bad. Can right. can break. Like it's a long, long piece of right of like the work. Right. Efficiency. Like they keep showing it like like right. Okay. If if you. I don't even think it's like a user experience thing at this point. I agree. But if, if you need to click something with your finger to answer the phone call rather than pulling your Apple Watch out. Or, <laughs> or, oh my God, there we like, go. Just, just like moving the mouse towards the button. Right. Like, I don't see, like, they. I love how this is like one of the big examples they use. Oh. Because it's so like... A lot of people don't aren't aren't going to be using their don't don't have the devices linked up. Right. Exactly. Um, so you have to, you have to keep that in mind. But also, why is this something that's like super important to like have integrated at all times? Right. It's like if you I I, I what do you want? What do you want? You're hitting the table. Oh, my bad. Too hard. Sorry. I, like if you if you are really that invested in your phone calls like. That's that's fantastic. Mm -hmm. that, that could be a fantastic feature. Mm -hmm. The problem is, like, when it's your selling point, like, 
That's I feel like that is the problem. That's one of the issues I have with this touch. Is it's been introduced as like, wow, this is my selling point. And that's like the overall thing Apple's been doing for the past year and a half. It's like their selling points are getting weaker and weaker and weaker every single year. How is this a selling point? If you just introduce this as another interaction input, I would criticize it just for that. And like we can right now. Mm-hmm. Like we can criticize as interaction. Like does it really aid to the degree they're talking about? I don't think so. I mean... I don't think so at all, to be honest. Well, yeah, like with the examples they've used, like, okay, great, like I can change the colors, mm-hmm. but like that's inaccurate. If you've ever used Lightroom on the phone, mm-hmm. it's not, it's not like like a mouse and a keyboard. You have right complete control over. Mm-hmm. Even a trackpad is like a little bit frustrating on the phone, especially. I'm not gonna. I'm I'm working in Lightroom. I'm not gonna move my hands off the trackpad if I'm just I'm to go up mode, there, right? Just to move my hand up to like slide a right the blue and you know what picture. I I think they're I I think I as an argument for what they're doing, they're sort of trying to see okay the reason we have laptops is because we find it necessary to be productive with keyboards. Yeah. But they want to bring the whole you know the reason why we have iPhones is because we found it too keyboards really we were too attached to the keyboard so we're getting out so here they're trying to compromise they're not trying to take out the whole keyboard but they're trying to introduce some mod like some modular designs like designs software like a touch screen right that's probably their argument what i would say that that is it's not well done it's, it's like, i would say commit or go home like <laughs> have you seen the lenovo yeah the lenovo it's a full touch screen the whole keyboard is just clear glass Right, which at that point, the the what's holding what's holding them back from their idea of portability is the keyboard. Right, because, because they have to have all of, all of the undercarriage to, exactly. to the keyboard. Yeah, and what Lenovo was able to do is they were able to make their their computer very small. Yeah, because it was essentially a components piece of touchscreen. Right, and then right, the, exactly. The actual display, and so like you're right, they're just compromising and. It's a weak compromising it's is a not weak. sexy. No, it's such a weak <laughs> compromise that it's like I right. don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't care about right. being able to scroll through my pictures. I that's I, their examples. Their examples are not in, the only thing I've actually been enticed by is literally the touch, the the fingerprint, the, the, the Apple, pen. the fingerprint. Because I'm like, oh wow, that's useful. I want to unlock my yeah. computer, my finger, because I love that. But everything else is... They're, they're frigging... This is also... Like, that is actually something legitimate. Right. right? But it's... The, the, the bad... The sad thing. It's not bad. The sad thing is that... It didn't need to be included in something like that. It... Like... Laptops have done it for years. Where they have the their, HP, the... the, the you the, have your finger right. swipe. And... Like, this is no different. Except... They're... This is another one of their selling points. Is to be able to pay on your computer... Like, that's great. I think but they like, just need to admit to, to stop. I think if you look at their focus, if they're going to completely focus on a consumer and have all these gimmicky things, they should just admit it straight up. Yeah. Right. I think Apple had some good in terms of they were saying when they, when they became such a powerhouse of the tech hub, when they said, oh, we're going to bring these, like, well-reasoned features to pro users. And then they, they unconsciously sold to consumers. 
their first goal wasn't a consumer. But then everything started switching towards consumer. And who do we know that dominates the consumer market now? Or people like HB, like sort of all these gimmicky sort of people, right? So I don't know. I think they're becoming that, but they're trying to sell it as if it's still part of the same vision. Yeah. Or it's not. Yeah, they're definitely trying to like sell. They're trying to say, we're Apple, this is our brand. Right. Um, we're still buy the products even though they're different. Right. Like it's like the level of innovation that Apple and had the, right. was like like you said, and like exponential. And the innovation was was done in a way that it was it wasn't cluttered and overreaching because that's what it wasn't clunky. Yeah. That's why pro users loved it and that's why regular people bought it. Yeah. Regular people bought into the vision, not they didn't target regular people. Yeah. But what's happening is that the balance has shifted, I think. Okay. I, and now it's too much of the, like, the whole MacBook, the, that MacBook that came out, of just, oh, yeah, I like computer everywhere. That's not even powerful at all. That's, like, completely consumer-facing, yeah. right? It's already too expensive for the consumer, but I guess it's, like, a luxury item. It, it's definitely, like, a luxury <laughs> consumer item. Yeah, a luxury consumer it's item. Nice. So it's yeah, Apple Watch. Similar. Are they going to take my baby MacBook Pro and turn it into that, too? I protest. You know, that's what I want to say about this. <laughs> it's it's like I don't know. Did they say did they say the price in this? Yeah. Let's let's like see. This scene seems crazy. Like the editing. Oh my god! No. Okay. This scene I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I am never going to be taking my hands off of the keyboard. If you are, if you know anything about editing, mm-hmm. if you know anything about editing, hotkeys, mm-hmm. hotkeys are golden. You're not going to take your hands off the computer. He doesn't have his other hand on the computer. He's just literally like this. He's like a little child, like playing right. with a train, like right. moving it back and forth. Right. I think this is definitely on the side of gimmicky that yeah, Apple's like, done. Like yeah. is, it's so silly that, that I mean, that they're, they'd sell it as... A useful thing? It's a useful thing when it's like, I can't, hey, anybody, honestly, anybody gets I can't, through. I, I can't make a human-computer interaction case for this. <laughs> Very honest with you, because it's, 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 contra- it's contradictory. It's, 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 it's <laughs> like we're done, not done. It's just unnecessary. It's like the BlackBerry, okay, I was going to make a comparison to the BlackBerry with the touchpad and the thing and the keyboard at the same time, but that's different. It's um, a little bit different. But it's a little it's like, bit different. There, there's almost no reason to have that trackpad on oh, the BlackBerry. It's like, it's like when the BlackBerry was touchscreen, still had the trackpad yeah. and the keyboard. Mm-hmm. That's what this is. Mm-hmm. It's, just, <laughs> it's just unintuitive. It's right. Like, no editor in their right mind is going to do this because but, that's not how editing works. But You don't, like, right. you don't, okay. I know a lot of editors <laughs> will use their trackpad, but a lot of editors use a mouse. Right. Because it's just way easier. To use a mouse and and align everything. I just realized this is a podcast and they can't see what we're talking about. <gasps> Basically, oh we're talking about a scene in the strip, like the the touch screen oh strip where you can scrub through your editing timeline on like iMovie by moving around the scroll bar on the. Just watch it. It's on the. Where is? You can put it in the description. Yeah, you can put it in the description. This it is, is unbelievably <laughs> like useless yeah and just looking at it makes me like upset i agree it, it's <laughs> who can make you know what i think is funny is because 
I was I always like attributed oh great UX is Apple, but after sort of being in school and sort of like being exposed to oh this is what like good UX <laughs> yeah. is. Good UX is not Apple. Oh my god, Apple is whatever they like. <laughs> I don't think iOS would look this way if it was about good UX. Can we talk about the new update and the unlock? Phenomena that's going on. Yeah, like press home to unlock. Is that what you're talking about? Press home to unlock. What the heck is that? Like, I put my finger, I unlock it, but it still doesn't move. Yep. Did that confuse you for the first twenty years of so, getting the update? So, like, I got the, I did like the developer beta, mm -hmm. and getting used to that was like the worst thing ever. It right. was, it was like another one of those things. It's like, why am I pressing? Like before I, before, before I was kind of press and like have your finger on it and like mm -hmm. i have the scanner so it would just mm -hmm. like scan mm -hmm. like sick right and now it's like press it and then i gotta wait for it to like come up and then i gotta like exactly wait for it to scan my finger right. again and if it doesn't scan my finger it pulls up the number pad to like right. type the password in. right and i'm like no I'm, I, my finger's on it you know my finger's on it <laughs> I, I I think the experience would be worse with people who don't have Touch ID, because oh God, I can't I imagine cannot, what I they cannot, would do. Yeah, not imagine right how awful that would be. Like honestly, sometimes I still open my my iPhone, slide to the left to number pad, mm -hmm. and I don't get it. Admittedly, widgets should have like widgets should have been part of the original design, but I feel like this this whole slide to unlock taking that away is done at the wrong time and you know what i hear apple fanboys say all the time oh having the camera on the right is just so much more intuitive i just i just wonder what why do apple fanboys feel the need to defend things that apple does all the time uh, just, especially oh, grown-ups it's, it's like the it's like when you when you have a favorite sports team and somebody says something about bad about your sports team and you're like hey you can't say that it's like they have to like defend it like it's, I don't know. It's like they mm -hmm. have all this like memories and pride with their right. with their brand. It's like it's the same with any any big brand, right? Yeah. Like you, you want to protect the brands you like, right? Um, if you're that loyal, and that's right. like that's the, the problem. Is that there's too much there's, loyalty, and they're like, there's this la 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 la. They're just they're yeah. so into it that like it clouds their vision. They can't take criticism. Um, I dare say it's like extreme social justice warriors. It is just like who that. Cannot take criticism. Right. Um, they can't separate their passion. Yes. From the reality yeah. of it. It's, it's kind of like that. You can probably hear my computer fanning really loud. That's because someone hacked into my computer and is mining Bitcoin. <laughs> okay, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't know what I'm running. I'm not running anything heavy. Keeps doing this. Okay, let this guy, Rene Ritchie. Okay. I was like, oh, let me follow him. He seems like a technologist on Twitter who comments on, yeah. you know, just things, you know, in general. And then just what, reading, he runs that iMore account. Like, mm -hmm. it's like an Apple news site. And I'm just, re whenever I read his tweets, he just, he he just, like, he's so, like, so pro-Apple. Yeah. And it, he makes it sound like he's a reasonable one in the conversation. But I'm so confused, like, He's in love with everything that they make. Mm -hmm. I find that ridiculous, especially if you're an objective journalist. I don't understand that, actually. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that's like a whole other issue of um, journalists being uh, a 
objective and trying to have little bias. Um, it's we don't have that. It's so uncommon, I, rare. It's like it's almost like rare, right? Than uncommon, right? Because it's like it just doesn't happen. People, it's like it's like those debates. Like, are you a Coke or a Pepsi guy? Are you right, a right. Apple or a Microsoft guy? Right, right, right. It's it's like that classic debate, and and when it becomes two sides, like each side has to like, mm-hmm. defend itself right. against the other. It's like it's like uh, Republicans and Democrats. Yeah, they can't meet in the middle because because people in the middle are idiots. Right. And it's like the similar thing where Apple and Microsoft guys can't get together in the middle and be like, hey, you have good features and like we have good features. Um, like we appreciate what you have because that would be cool to have on ours. Mm-hmm. It's not, there's no like friendly discussion like that. It's like Apple's the best or mm-hmm. like Microsoft's the best. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's frustrating. It's frustrating. Very I frustrating agree. To see, especially like you're saying, like grown adults. Just being like, Apple's the best. Apple's the best. I love Apple. Read this. Touchy, touchy bar. Best controller being seen. All we have on this Mac is multi-touch and keys. Wait, what? I don't know what I just read. I think I read that out of context. Sorry. Oh, this is his... Okay, Renny Ritchie, this is his biggest argument. (laughs) Human brains aren't good at context switching. Adding to keyboard space is less cognitive load than switching between keyboard and screen space. So he's saying, like, it's better to have the stuff on the keyboard, in, like, next to, to, to the keyboard. To switch that up so you're not... Because so you don't have to see it on the screen. You don't overload the cognitive, I like, understand. yeah. Interesting. See, th- that concept makes sense, but that concept as, like, an argument that can single-handedly hold this whole touch bar thing up, not enough. Well, not enough, in my opinion. It's like that's your that's the like if if that's what he's saying, that's like the argument for this existing and needing its own new model to integrate that new feature. Right. And it, it's him oh, also it's, saying like that justifies you going out and buying a new one. Wow, that's deep. Okay, yeah. Do you, want, do you, want to you, you know one line? tweet I saw? Yeah. Before we go on, one tweet I saw which like goes with this video is that they're going to show. This touch bar functioning with GarageBand. Okay. GarageBand was released in 2009. Yeah. Just take that in for a second. Yeah. It still looks like really oh. bubbly. Um, <laughs> this is Final Cut, I think. At least they, they upgraded the UI in Final Cut. In, in, this is sort of iMovie Final Cut, whatever this is. I, yeah. <laughs> I think I saw that they, they finally updated Final Cut. Right. Like it's been a long time since they, they right. like updated it. Right. People were like, thank God. Do you ever do you ever time. think about what what are these companies doing internally? I always wonder all the time. Like what are they what are, are they, they wasting their time? Yes, what are they doing with their time? Like, isn't your life supposed to be to improve this product as a utility for the world? Well, Even if thing, it's right? to make the most money for yourself, aren't you thinking about it as like that's a the thing product? though? I think I think they've gotten to a point where they figured out it's starting to show that it, it's not working anymore. It's too. I think it's but too much at stake. They 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 had that strategy of we can slightly improve it, slap a new name on it, <laughs> give it a fancy uh, promo video, mm-hmm. and people will buy it. And it was working, and then the success came out. Yeah, and it didn't work. Right. Because who cares what a live photo is? It's right. a GIF. It's a GIF. <laughs> GIF. Whatever. <laughs> However you say it, it's it. That's what it is. It's nothing revolutionary. It's mm-hmm. Like your picture is now, you you don't have to do it. Right. And like, 
there's apps that do it for you. Oh, let's not even talk about the space, it's, it's the so, space capabilities. So, like, that's, they, they've minimally upgraded their, their devices over time, and it was working for them, and now it's not working for them. I agree. So, like, they've, they've probably had this ready for, like, months. Yeah. And they've, they got, the, I mean, they reported their first loss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, since yeah. two thousand and one or two thousand three or something. Yeah, and like hopefully it shakes them up and says like, no, look, I think like, it's like, enough. Look, let's look at what we're doing and say, what what future is you know actually going to propel our devices and our, our products? I to the agree next with level. that, but I think that feeds into my point about vision. I think um, people sort of, I think just me studying like reading about a lot of leaders is that what I've learned is that visions expire. And especially, like, it's it's hard, sad to say this, but especially Steve Jobs, I, and I was one who never believed that Apple's going to fail. Because I didn't think they were going to fail as a company, but I did think, believe that the vision would change. Yeah. But the fact is, the reason why Apple's been so bearable, even with their little iterative changes, was because the vision and the story was still there. Yeah. I feel like that story is coming to a close, and yeah. I don't know if that makes any sense. I understand what you're saying. It's like, it's like that original vision of what they should be. Is, right. It's slowly fading. And there's a time and a place for every vision. Mm-hmm. And I think we just need to accept. They need to accept. They, they need, they to, need accept. to be like the, the company. I know Apple is one that accepted the the, the future yeah. wholeheartedly and cannibalized itself, changed who it was to meet the next stage. Yeah. Should we watch the rest yeah, of this? Because we're making. Like a, there's like a minute left. Yeah. Oh God. Okay. It just makes me so upset. Wow, I can scrub through a video. I just... That's... The speakers have also been completely redesigned to maximize air displacement and project... Because we took out the headphone jack. Air displacement. Got him. Oh, dude, I saw a tweet. It was like, wow, great headphone jack on the MacBook. <laughs> great feature. <laughs> Integrated with high-speed system memory and storage technologies, make everything you do faster and more responsive. In a notebook this powerful, thermal management is critical. Thinner, variably spaced fan blades propel air quietly through a nearly solid structure. Nearly solid, it can break. It's waterproof too. Oh yeah? <laughs> I thought you were actually. <laughs> Uh, their whole exploding aesthetic in like their new ads are interesting. So that was it. We 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 pretty much we nothing more to talk about to the end of the video. So yeah, now price. Oh, I can pull it up. I have everything set up here. You have it all set up there. Yes, of course. Okay. So I think the big takeaway is that the cheapest model is this is uh, is this Canada or the cheapest model without the touch bar yeah, is a thousand four hundred, a thousand five fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred. And and when you look at like the specs that they show you, it's the same as the old stuff, isn't it? Um, the processor is actually weaker. Um, and they say you can turbo it, but. Which honestly, you should just call it overclock. <laughs> I don't know. 
Like, it's great. Like, they have a, a bigger SSD. The graphics card is the exact same. They've taken away all your favorite ports, like the HDMI port. Yeah, you know what? Now let's you have to buy let, another let's dongle. talk about dongle. I told dongle. you dongle. <laughs> dongle. Um, honestly, what do you think about that? The whole Thunderbolt, but can also uh, it's a Thunderbolt, right? Thunderbolt. It can take in um, USB Type C oh, also. So right? cool. You know what? The first thing I've been saying, the thing I've been saying about USB Type C is I've still never seen a thumb drive that's I've USB Type C. I've never seen anybody use one. <laughs> I have one on my computer at home, yeah. and I don't. Like, that motherboard was released, like, three years, two years ago. Wait. And I don't, I've never, I've never seen one to yeah. buy. To be honest, I've never seen one never, physically. I've never, Except for Sophie's computer. That's the only port, port I've, I've ever seen. seen. But I've never actually seen, like, right. somebody have a USB-C and be like, oh, I have all my precious data on this USB-C. And you know what? The biggest argument for USB-C is, wow, it does so much. Don't worry. Everyone thought the same thing about USB when it first started. But... If you look at the history of the original USB, it was way like people were way more aggressive about putting it in every device yes. than USB C right now. Yeah. So it made sense. It evolved really quickly. In it, it picked up really fast. Well, what was the, um, the the story with the USB? Was it wasn't even the best technology. Mm -hmm. There was a there was I don't know was it FireWire? Was it, was that FireWire. Was FireWire. Oh my FireWire, god. Was FireWire. <laughs> Internet or is Firewire is like tr tr file transfer, I think, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like, I'm pretty sure Firewire was leagues better than USB. Uh, it was like in performance, it was actually. Better. I know it, it was seen as a professional to like yeah. port. But what? It, it was faster. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we have a, a resident tech expert. <laughs> <laughs> it was way. It was way better, and then, um, and then, but like USB had like it was integrated in more devices. Right. Um, you'll see on like older Macs, right? There's, there's FireWire, right? Um, Apple invented FireWire. Yeah. Apple invented FireWire. Yeah. But then why did they go with USB-C? And so, well, I mean like, USB, just like USB is. took over because it got better than FireWire. There were less people using FireWire. Right. So the need and the need and want for FireWire was diminished because right. more people are using USB. So USB mm -hmm. like took over, and now it's. You can't, you can't find something without the, a USB. The on only it. people using USB-C ports right now are expensive phones, expensive computers. Yeah. And let, like, let's be real here. Those are the, the only commercially available products with USB-C, phones, expensive phones, and expensive computers like the HP Spectre and the MacBook, period. Yeah. It's, um, <laughs> it's, just, it's just ridiculous. Right. It's ridiculous that like, like they keep trying to push new things right but it's like nobody wants this nobody's we're not like you're not ready for it you're not ready for that next step like right the point like why usb can keep like like it's it's kept improvement usb3 is like phenomenal I, yeah it's phenomenal right like, but they could just like make usb4 even better like i just want to know like if, if usb is if usb-c is very important why aren't our are amazing Amazon retailers that sell us like cheap USBs from China. <laughs> Why aren't they making it? Yeah. Like, Why aren't they bulk producing it? Exactly. Why isn't it on every <laughs> single new device you can find? And I feel like that's the test for it. If you can force them to to create the create it, yeah. that's the test for the success of the port. Yeah. It's um. It's just unfortunate that like, it's it's a great technology. Right. It, it really is. It's it's a very good technology. But it's, 
it's restricted because of its early adopters um, mm -hmm. and the amount of people who are willing, like the early adopters who are willing to pay more money for the same thing, with fewer ports mm -hmm. that are different than what all your other devices mm -hmm. are. Because let's say you get the new MacBook, mm -hmm. you're immediately restricted to buying, mm -hmm. like, you have to buy a dongle, or you have to I, buy that word. <laughs> you have to buy you have to buy an adapter or something mm -hmm. that can transfer it yeah. from a, a C to a three. There goes there goes its. What's the point of having ports then? Right, like, like there goes its. It's it's, it's then it I, comes back to your portability. It's like they're trying to reduce or they're trying to increase your portability for your computer. But they did it. But they're actually like limiting it because you have to carry around a five port uh, adapter. There has to be the things have to move like. I understand being more courageous than the, the consumer market. Courageous. I put quotes around that. But there has to, you can't go like leagues farther than what is actually reality right now. Yeah. Because you will, you will die and you will kill the possibilities that society could have reached to. Yeah. If you think about it. Yeah. It's, it's like they, what, in retrospect, I think maybe it would have been better to introduce the USB-C as an additional port. Right. And slowly integrate it. Well, that's how USB was introduced. They had one. They had USBs on old Macs yeah. when it was still early, and that was like the early adopter thing. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't a, a mainstay it's, until it wasn't. We're going to remove the thing that everybody has and uses right for now. this one. Right. They just honestly, they they've been building up this wall, and they've been they've been hyping up early adopters as if like oh they know what's up yeah. but they've been building up this barrier but they've been saying early adopters are there so you can get there well one of the things is with usb um like you can use a usb one on a usb three exactly you you've paved the way for your your technology to exist for a long time you're not you're, you're not restricting your users from owning a specific device and that's another thing that I think Apple does really really aggressively is they try to limit their consumers to only be able to use their products and that's why they built their ecosystem like how they built their ecosystem of Apple products is trust me like I have the phone and the computer and it works great yeah they work really well together mm -hmm. but I have no desire for a watch. Mm -hmm. If I ever had a tablet, mm -hmm. I wouldn't buy an iPad mm -hmm. because an iPad can't do as much as I would want a tablet to be able to mm -hmm. do. I would want the Surface, right. and the Surface is its own computer. Mm -hmm. And it's like at that point, I should just get the Surface Book. See, I feel like that's where Apple's failing now, as I've said with the whole vision thing. Is that before they were able to get us to into these 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 schemes of buying every one of their products. But at least there was a strong reason to do it. Like they, they really schemed us. Like they they sold us really mm -hmm. well on it. We knew we, we didn't we weren't we weren't sh we forgot that we were buying like every single they were limiting us because we we saw the power of it, yeah. right? It made sense. It made sense. Now we don't have the power, but we're being forced into this thing. This vicious uh, right. vicious circle of Exactly. Buy the next one because right. it'll have X feature that should have been in the last up that can that can be in an update. Right. Um, the fact that like I don't know the idea that copying something from your computer and then being able to put it on your phone. If 
fantastic. All right, I think it's fantastic. Great. Why is it just being introduced now as a feature? That's something <laughs> I have little little knowledge in programming. Right. I know that could have been. No, done. I know that could have. A lot of things could have been and, done. And right. like, right. It's it's little things like that. I understand. Like sometimes it doesn't come up. You don't think about it, and that makes sense. That right. kind of stuff, like it doesn't come up in discussion, and nobody, no user, kind of submit that that's something that they'd like to see. And I understand that that can happen. But it was when when I was updating my computer, it said that it was one of the features. Like that was one of the main features. That, when you that's go that's all pathetic. And I, yeah, it's pathetic. It's like how how little do you think of the consumer? I took it personally. How little do you think of me as somebody? To actually include that as a major feature that you're highlighting. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that they should... I, I think you're not saying that they should in, introduce, like, 50,000 features. No, no, but no. You no. Should, your main feature shouldn't be... It, it comes back to that. It comes back to that, right. It's like, this touch bar shouldn't... It, it shouldn't boost the price of the model from 1500 to 1800 Right. I think it's a grand experiment. It's just like the other tech companies we bash all the time do. Mm-hmm. It's a grand experiment. Yeah. It's not part. It's not a a, a a realized next step of the future of computing, yeah. which it seems like. But I think it's a grand like, whatever. Well, if you look gimmick. at it, if you look at it, there's no incentive to buy the these the less capable model. Um, this process, sorry, this processor on the, the touch bar and touch ID mm-hmm. computer is almost a full gigahertz faster. Right. It's almost a full gigahertz standard faster. Right, right. That's, like, to me, that's just kind of pathetic because it's the same form factor. The computer body is the exact same. There's no, no difference at all. Right? And it's... It's not like, yeah. If like, the computer's the same size, it should be consistent across the board. It shouldn't right. have to be like restricted by. Oh, this one is the touch bar, so we had. It's getting extra, petty. Yeah. It's getting very petty. Like, there are different. Right. I remember first shopping for Apple. Like oh, the differences between this and this are a little petty. But every single year, everything gets pettier and pettier. It feels like. Such a tiny thing. Like, what's your stupid reason? For so I bought I bought parts this summer and built my own my own uh, PC, and um, I paid as much money as I did for my MacBook, and I got a product that leads better, mm-hmm. like double double or triple the RAM, mm-hmm. um, like twice as good a processor. Mm-hmm. Like, gra- like huge graphics card, and I understand that I'm sacrificing portability. Mm-hmm. But with a desktop, I want the strongest product I can have. Mm-hmm. And when I compare it, even to when I was looking at computers, I was looking at buying just a Mac, uh, like an iMac, and I'm just so overwhelmingly happy that I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, disappointed because I was. It was just why. What is what is the reasoning for me? to spend the exact same amount of money on a computer that's half as good as the one I'm building. Um, and it's just, there's no reasoning, for me at least, there was no reasoning to buy a computer that's half as good 
at the same or more expensive price. Mm -hmm. Because it just doesn't make sense. And I'm somebody who researched it and went through all these steps. The average consumer doesn't do any of that. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming on, on, which is poor of me, but I'm assuming that the average consumer is not going to go. No, they're not. Oh, definitely the Mac, not. The, Mac, the iMac is, um, the, the iMac is $1,500. Um, this, this HP is $800. Mm -hmm. What are the differences and why, um, why is it important that I know the differences and how does that have an effect on price? And I know a lot of people are like, oh no, the consumer is smart. The consumer is the best. They're so intelligent. But I know a lot of people who are not. But there are a lot of people who are not fully like, invested in the, the idea of, of uh, going through all that information and, and seeking out, finding of course out not. how good of a computer they're going to get. It's like, give me a good option that's affordable. Mm -hmm. like, only, I, I just find it so ludicrous to buy an iMac because of the screen size. If you're, if you're really worried about the screen size, you should be getting a professional monitor. Do you notice that they, when they talked about, because you know, we, everyone's been up in arms about the iMac, the display, this cinema display we're using right now hasn't been updated in years. Mm -hmm. Right, and when they indirectly have answered that question by saying they were advertising Samsung screens on stage, you know, and that was sort of like a, hmm, okay. I just think, as we were saying with the vision, the spirit of of Apple saying, you know what, there's a better way to do these to do this personal device thing. That spirit of we're just trying to make a better way in the ecosystem. Whether you're stuck in it or not, we're trying to make a better system. Yeah. That spirit is over now. Mm -hmm. And what is next? Like Microsoft is picking up a huge oh, stride. Microsoft did a huge. You know what? I, I was talking about some my coworker like from like last summer. He was messaging me, and we we've always been talking about how maybe Apple is hitting its big company like rut right now because when you get that big, there's so much to lose that you can't have a radical vision yeah not can't you're just very it's, resistant to it it's very you're restricted you're restricted to your you know and that's what i was talking with luke one of our um yeah. to one of our schoolmates today is, is the money might or is really holding them yep. like that money risk right and i feel like that's what microsoft would have faced a few years back mm -hmm. not more than a few years back well, like, it's like they have failed right launches you know too, right? right so and i feel like now they've They've sort of gone through this reinvention of like, okay, now we have a radical vision. Yeah. Let's go. They've, they've, they've <laughs> kind of discovered like right. another, like, it's like a new leaf of, we're Microsoft. Like, right. This is what we do. Right. We're Microsoft. <laughs> it's like, right. they they come out two days ago with, or no, yesterday. I was very smart. All the, every company that released something before this Apple event has been very strategic. And they've collectively taken down the hype mm -hmm. of Apple events. Oh my God! Because it's it's so <laughs> incredible with what they've done because they allowed themselves to go, um, go in deep and say, look what Apple's doing. Like they're they're announcing an, an event and they're taking like time off to show you a touch bar. Right. They're trying to get you excited over a a touch bar. 
By no means am I anti Apple, by the way. By oh, no yeah. means. I, I but, love Apple, but but that when that's like the selling feature, right. you're you're allowing your competition just eat you up. Microsoft unveils essentially an iMac that you can fold down and draw on and perfect for the graphic designer, perfect for all those uh, specialty roles of drawing and it's and way better designing. than the solutions right there because right now to get that touch precision you need to buy the separate with the uh, Intuos tablets yeah. and those things are expensive They're super expensive super expensive Thousands but yet, of yet touch technology is up to that point where it can replace that yeah why hasn't it yeah because Apple doesn't exist to do good anymore it's, so it's, Microsoft stepped in yeah so Microsoft <laughs> Microsoft said look we have this we're right. gonna just do it because right. like why not Apple's Apple's stuck in the past. They've barely updated their, their iMac. Why should we wait for them to do it? Right. So they go ahead and they do that. Um, Chinese phone company. Oh. Zio. Uh, uh, no, no, that's not Zio. Um, I know who you're talking about. I can't um, remember the name. I'm trying to It starts with an X. I do know it starts with an X. Um, just search up Chinese phone it's company. It's like Xiaomi or something. Yeah. Um, they unveil their new smartphone. It looks exactly like it's it's like oh it's just a screen Hawaii oh the one with the edge to edge display is what you're talking or something Zwei Zwei that's how you say like two in German you know what let's just ignore this whatever it's it's Chinese phone company and they unveiled a brand new phone and it's almost bezel-less yeah um, there's there's almost no sides at all and the the that's like another step up on Apple because Apple's promoting this um yeah it's xiaomi yeah and they're they're promoting all the their like new phones they're like oh it's so sick but it's like no you need to stop and take a look at what you're doing because you just released the same product with a different color and I, slightly better i think maybe what they've confused is they've confused having a an internal narrative to being closed-minded and only doing your own thing because mm -hmm. i think those are two easily confusable things, which Apple feels like it, they're just like talking to themselves yeah. in a huge feedback loop rather than, oh crap, what's the competition doing, right? Yeah. And so like this company, um, oh. Wow. Um, they're, they're trying to chime into this conversation. <laughs> this, this company, they released their phone. They're, they're releasing this phone. Chinese oh, manufactured beautiful. company. Yeah. Almost bezel-less. The, the the screen is actually corn corners yeah like yeah corners. I, I see yeah um and absolutely stunning display um and it's going for five hundred and fifty dollars or something it's like a little over five hundred dollars for this phone and it competes with all of the top phones right now right um and like that's like a huge jab at Apple because that's what the rumor is the rumor is that the the, the iPhone is going to be I believe there's rumors that the iPhone is going to be the yeah. newest one yeah. is going to be the the full screen. You, you know what? When we were in marketing class a few weeks back and we talked about cash cows versus like yeah, yeah, yeah. those new, like what are the question marks and the stars? And I said, iPhones are cash cows. And then, no, everyone was like, no, they're not. They're star products or like they're, what is the difference? I don't, I don't there, study my marketing. There was dogs, question marks. What's stars. question marks? Question marks was like they're making a lot of money, but... Uh, I don't know. What are stars then? If <laughs> star is making a lot of money and making a lot of growth. Oh, okay. Okay. Like right. More profits and more growth. Right. In the market share. Question mark is probably it was high market share but but no money making yet or something like that. Yeah, Anyways, whatever. Cash cow is 
high market, like high, highly growing market, and a lot of like a lot of money being made or something around those. No, lines. it was a lot of money, um, in like a relatively like like a, a slower momentum right. growth. Which, as much as like you know, phone sales are always picking up. I think iPhones are the mental cash cow of Apple of their products. Period, because. They're just doing the same things. They're trying to stay closer to the mark, and like that, it seems like, like they're scared. Yeah, they're trying to stay close to the mark. Steve left, and they this is wanna, no. They don't want to stray away from. Yeah, it they, it's almost like they. You're saying like they've lost the vision. They have to find it. There needs to be a vision, and whether it's contradictory or on the same path, there needs to be a vision. You need to have a strong opinion to do anything meaningful in this world. There needs to be an actual uh, desire to create something revolutionary. Right. And that's what Steve Jobs brought to the table. Right. He wasn't afraid to, to yell at people and say, this is what we're making, let's make it. Right. It was, now Now they've kind of become stagnant where they're like, all right, guys. Like, yeah, they're like, well, we, we know how to do good so we can keep doing good. No. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and, and now it's catching up to them with their annual reports um, re- right. They're reporting. It's only a matter of time. They've they've lost uh, iPhone sales. Um, they've lost i like the iPad has been not not sorry has not been profitable for a long time. Yeah. Um, do you ever do you ever think about? I sometimes I feel so unqualified to make opinions like this. Like I still feel unqualified this whole podcast, but I don't care um, because I think if you look at the history of things, this has happened time and time again. Yeah. And I think it it's gonna it's gonna hit them. I'm. This is my prediction. Just as IBM, just as Microsoft, it's gonna hit. It's gonna hit Apple. And this is where I'm gonna have to disagree. Oh wow! Oh wow! Oh wow! <laughs> I think that um, with Apple, when they replaced Steve Jobs with Tim, with Tim Cook, yeah, I think that. Great, like Tim Cook is very good at producing results, mm-hmm. um, but he is not. I don't think he's nearly the same presence. No, it does. Um, it's not. In terms of, like overall, like physical presence, mm-hmm. um, but he also doesn't have, I think, the same amount of influence. He doesn't have the same amount of trust. Right. Um, he doesn't. I I think. I personally think that. That's like the easiest way to defend yourself. I personally think. Yeah. Um, that is it. It's, it's that just is he, he doesn't appeal as much as Steve Jobs. When you look at old Apple presentations, Steve Jobs is like, sure, he is like a very, like he is not a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe in one of the, the iPhone demos, they, they're like. Something didn't the, work. They're telling I, people to get off the Wi-Fi. He's like, right. that'd be great if all of you could leave the Wi-Fi. <laughs> Because the demo didn't work. And I, I mean, you guys probably want to see the demo. So it would be fantastic mm-hmm. if you guys, like, right. get the hell out, essentially. Right. Get the hell out of the Wi-Fi. Right. Close it. He's like, you could teach her. Yeah. Okay, everybody, close your laptops to put away your phones. I think I've seen that. And, like, people are laughing, but people are also doing it. Yeah. And people are also, like, he has this overwhelming uh, right. confidence and, and power over the audience. And when Tim Cook gets on the stage, I don't feel... No, I feel like he's someone that wants to do the right thing. Yes. And I don't think that's what the Apple... Apple legs, doesn't... Yeah. Apple's success was not from doing the right thing. It was being it disruptive. Was, it was being disruptive. Being it was being bold. It was not being bold for boldness sake, but being bold because 
this is an internal feeling and we really believe in this. Yeah, they're passionate. Want, they're passionate, right? Um, That's the thing I've always felt about Cook is that it's not because he's not passionate about the goal. It's that he's not able to level his... his, his he doesn't seem like the kind of person that can level my vision with... How do I say this? Steve Jobs doesn't need any validation to know what he believes is true. Yeah. Cook seems like the kind of person... Who at least has to who has to validate more than thirty yeah. percent of his vision to want to do it, yeah. and I feel like that's a difference between radical leaders, which is going to give you success in the tech world, yeah. versus like sort of stagnant, like the, 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 yeah, exactly, yeah. and that degree of difference changes everything. Yeah, and that's what I'm seeing with with Microsoft and IBM. Right, they're they're embracing what they can do well. Yeah. And while also redefining what their visions are. Right. And with with Microsoft's new product line, they've really upped the ante mm-hmm. in terms of oh yeah, what computing should be. Right. Um, what personal computing should be. Now it feels like now it feels like when when I look at Microsoft now, regardless of every criticism, the good that comes out of it is I feel like we're moving somewhere again with the PC revolution, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I was like, wow, we're moving somewhere again, you know? It's it's <laughs> it's incredible because we 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 did reach a point right where we were like, All right, that's great. We've got like the best thing pretty much. Mm-hmm. What's next? Right. Um it's been like that for a lot of things, like now VR is taking off, and VR right. is like the hottest thing. Right. Uh, um, I have another a whole comment on VR. Um, Go on. <laughs> but like PCs have to uh like PCs have to grow up right. at the same rate mm-hmm. because VR needs proper technology to run. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's exactly what Microsoft is doing. They're right. introducing their own VR. They're introducing their own AR. Right. Um, and to do that, they're releasing products that function mm-hmm. um, perfectly and seamlessly mm-hmm. with those technologies that they're producing as well. Mm-hmm. So they've got their new their new computers and their new, their new Surface Book and their new... Um, Studio or whatever it's called, mm-hmm. and those products seamlessly integrate. Mm-hmm. But like yesterday, yeah, yesterday, Microsoft they unveiled VR, their own VR, mm-hmm. which was new. They unveiled the Studio, which mm-hmm. was new. They unveiled the new Surface Book, which is in its third iteration. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all I've heard about. Third? That's fast. Yeah, wasn't like the first one just like a year and a half ago? Or two years ago? I think ago? it was two years ago, and then okay, they released okay. another one. Okay. It was a little bit better. Um, what? That's already faster than... Yeah. Or it, it, was, it was this part up here. Yeah. Um, it was... You know how it has, like, that chain kind of... It's like a locking system? At the, at the right corner. At yes. The top, yeah. And so now it's more like, like a normal laptop. Mm-hmm. That's that's the big upgrade. The other the other upgrade was, like, a hardware upgrade. Mm-hmm. It was, like... They Which put, was they necessary. Put, they put better parts in it. For the same price as, <laughs> right. So, and I mean, to be fair, Microsoft has done. Uh, they they've approached their products with the the pricing aspect, and like the studio is not a cheap product. Right. It is for professionals. I think they've sort of stolen that that from the strategy book of Apple. Yes. It's like, yeah. It's like people used to believe, oh, for PCs to be bought, you have to price it. Crash down. Yes, you need to just. You need to be. You need to do it to scale, produce to scale, sell to scale, right, and make it cheap. 
And then, you know, lack, lack, there's lack of quality. But now they're realizing, oh, wait, let's do what Apple's done. Let's take from their strategy bouquet. Price to the fullest mm-hmm. the person would want to pay for it. Like, and so premium price. Yeah, like the studio is, is uh, quite a fair bit of money. The new Surface Book. It's just as much as IMAX. Yeah. That's the thing. And the, like the Surface Book, I criticized Apple's pricing earlier. But the Surface Book, I believe, is almost the same price right. as the Touch ID one. Right. But then you get way more. But that's the thing. It's it's two different products, right? The Surface Book is uh, a laptop you can take anywhere, but it's also a tablet you can take anywhere. I think it's mainly a tablet you can take anywhere. It's actually yeah. It's actually just as strong. As oh, the Surface MacBook. Book. I thought you surface were saying Surface. Sorry, Surface Book. Yeah. Um, it's actually just as strong as like like a MacBook. Right. You can detach the screen and draw on it. And yeah. I think that that alone. If they're the same price, that alone differentiates it enough to be like, why would I buy the other mm. one? I say that as somebody who does want the product. Mm-hmm. I want to address that I do have bias there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would have loved if I, my MacBook had a touchscreen. Right. Um, you even know, for, for the sake of drawing on it. For, for years, I used to, um, I still defend, like that whole touchscreen thing is still like, I can, you can argue back and forth for me for me. But um, my defense for apple not adopting a lot of the seemingly gimmick gimmicky features was because they were gimmicky mm-hmm. how do you cleverly use them in such a way that they're helpful and i think the surface book answered a lot of things for me because i was like oh i don't like the whole um as a pro professional user i'm not sure if i want these computers that you're like using them like this yes right you know and also with the ui have to change which i don't know if the surface book is fully answered yet well yeah right and also do i always have to have this pen right so i think there's still like those questions that have to be answered yeah but in terms of like a proof of concept i think um they've really ironed out a lot right they've ironed out a lot of like the things i used to defend apple for not adopting Mm -hmm. um that was it that was the thing that i think people started to realize with the um surface just the surface right um i think they called it the surface pro or something right it was it was like an ipad with a computer or with a keyboard right um but it was actually capable of quite a lot mm-hmm. and that that was always like i i kind of wanted it but at the same time i was like there's no discernible reason for me to get that mm-hmm. um because i like a tactile com- uh, keyboard. keyboard um i like that full keyboard Right. Um, it's one of the reasons I don't like my phone. <laughs> and it's like, like I'm one of those users who likes to have that hard keyboard. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I, I didn't, and don't like the Surface keyboard. Mm-hmm. Um, when they adopted into a Surface Surface Book, I yeah, said, you were more like I said that is now a product I like. Right. I would like to have mm-hmm. because it's mm-hmm. just it's just as good, if not better, as my computer. Mm-hmm. It's the same price as my computer, mm-hmm. and um, it's more than just a laptop. It has multiple functionality, um, and that to me, like, I don't know. That's that that's like when a product has that vision where it's like, how many problems are we solving with this? Exactly. And that was what struck me, uh, struck a chord with me, was that it was. It seemed like Microsoft said to themselves, "How do we make it better than?" The competitors, but also what are they doing that we can do? Yeah. Or what are they not doing 
that we, we can, can do? do? What problems are they not solving? Exactly. What solve? are they not addressing that we can easily address? Honestly, I feel like that's the problem of just being in the limelight. Yeah. Like, I'm sure there's ways to balance it, but being in the limelight, like being the United States of America, being at the top, yeah. like, whatever you do, you're, like... Your moves are ultra criticized. They're ultra, and they're also made. They're all. They're probably ultra wrong too. Yeah. That's another thing because you have no one else to, to to look at. But also, you can't experiment in private mm-hmm. at all. So that means mo- in most almost everything that people do good, they experiment like fifty different times, and things fail, and like finally get the good one. Yeah. But they have no room to experiment. Period. And that's like I feel the problem with being. As a behemoth, as they are, yeah. as they are, they can't really move. Yeah, I don't know. It's. Uh, I thought the computers were going to stay for the better because I thought Apple was going to strategize and say, you know what, we we we're not going to adopt all these features, but we do it very slowly. But now it just seems like, what? I don't even know if you love me anymore. Like, yeah, the- <laughs> they're, they're like a they're like a boyfriend or a girlfriend who just like like texts you but won't call you back. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I know you know I exist. Right. I know that like right. you still like acknowledge this is a thing. <laughs> but like why won't you why won't right. you like sit down and, and right. like discuss it? No, it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. It's really unfortunate. And I think they're really betting on success with the average consumer. Which, which I don't know will happen. Which is showing uh I mean a few quarters is not much to go off of, but um because a lot of companies can make significant comebacks, um, but when when one of your flagship products is falling to the background, and when your iPad is falling to the background, what do you mean? Still going? Yeah. Oh, sick. Okay, I, <laughs> thought, I thought it was paused. I'm like, oh, no, no. Trust me, that audio course. Curse is over since <laughs> since the first time I made this. I'm done with the audio curse. <laughs> um, it's like, uh, what was I saying? I was saying about um, what was I saying? Got distracted. <sighs> surprise, surprise! I got distracted. Oh man! Oh my god! It's nine twelve. <laughs> um, what was I saying? I forgot. Background. iPad is in the your significant yes. product is in the so, background. So one of your significant products is is on the background. They tried to market it as like, wouldn't it be great if your laptop was an iPad? They tried. <laughs> they tried to market it like that, and and Microsoft came back and they're like, yeah, what if you could have a, a laptop and a tablet? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And they answered, oh, they're marketing for the pros. And they they answered they answered the MacBook and the iPad. Mm-hmm. With one product, right? And to me, that was like, wow. There's no, there's no reason to buy a tablet. Mm-hmm. Tablets are also a dying market, right? Um, less and less are being sold, and it should be said that if Apple continues to produce, um, don't use the word cheap, um, overpriced mm-hmm. products, that like grandmothers are going to use and their their children are going to buy for them. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Go with it. Run mm-hmm. with it. But when it's one of your main products and mm-hmm. everybody kind of knows that like like nobody, you don't go out, you're, you're never like, oh man, I need an iPad. 
what was the last time you said when what was the last time you heard somebody be like man i wish i had an ipad it's it nobody the only people i know that are with ipads too. are like older older relatives mm-hmm. like not old, like my mom my mom's friends yeah that demographic when they're not working and young kids tiny children oh my god that's it, success of very, very, very successful with with, with, with babies. Yeah, my little cousin, she's three, and she can use the iPad better. She can increase the brightness, everything, like all these settings she can do. <laughs> and it's like, like that's your 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 market mm-hmm. is like you're missing a very large demographic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not going to use the word for that demographic. No, yes, because we um, both have. Hate for this I'm word. Triggered by it. I'm triggered too. Hashtag so, triggered. <laughs> so like when your when your demographic is because I I grew up babysitting kids and they got like their iPod touches and their iPod touches were like gold to them. Mm-hmm. It was like when I was growing up, the Game Boy was my was my yeah. go to. It was right. like their Game Boy, and uh, they've got like the i the iPod right. Touch and they're like playing it on all day. Of course. And it's like okay, so you've got your iPod Touch, which is also another product that's. I, I don't remember the last update to it, if it was even significant, if mm-hmm. it was even marketed, mm-hmm. which used to be one of their huge products. Right. Um, maybe it just markets itself at this point. Right. They had that. They had the iPad, which is a similar product, just a little bit bigger, mm-hmm. um, a little bit stronger. And that also targets the, the older, mm-hmm. older generation mm-hmm. um, as well as the younger one. And then, like... I think that that middle part that's untapped for your iPads and your iPod touches is the people who have phones mm-hmm. because the phone can do everything the iPod touch right. can and the people who use computers because they're just using the laptop for everything. Mm-hmm. They're not they're not worried about oh man, I'm not going to be able to do this because they're young professionals. Mm-hmm. They're students. The iPad is not the best tool for them mm-hmm. to uh produce and to create and to right to run their their entrepreneur right entrepreneurial business like it's that's not the best tool for them so you're missing out on that whole thing because the ipad is restricted to being a tablet mm-hmm. and when you restrict yourself that's where you're hurting yourself and that's where it's showing up in the results of their annual report with them reporting losses on the ipad for I thought by now iPads would be like the computer an average person would own. And that was what it that was what they tried marketing it as, right? They tried to make it this is the computer now. This is what the computer will be. Well think about it. It makes sense in a on a if you're just thinking on a plain level of hmm. product packaging. Yes. Having an iPod in every person's hand, even someone who's new to the digital who's very minimally digitally digitally literate. Yeah makes way more sense than having a full computer with a lot of specs and a keyboard. Yeah. A keyboard is a classifying thing now, right? So, um, but if I can see iPads in everyone's hands, but it's too late now because it's... The opportunity is missed. You know what I'm thinking? You know, as just like anything in life, I think, as I've said before, there's, there's a time and place. And I think lots of things have enabled this revolution, initial wave. I wonder if the next thing to enable the next revolution is something more structural and something something more um, underneath than the product itself. Because yeah. one can argue that the wave of of this sort of revolution was wireless internet, 
mm-hmm. ubiquitous internet, touch screens, touch screens. I'm trying to think. I'm not an expert, but I'm trying to think of more. Well, it was it, less, was, it was moving towards cord cutting. Um, cord like cutting, yeah. Bluetooth, right. Um, all those technologies that were supposed to make things. Yeah, like technology was just too complicated. Yeah. Right. They were trying to simplify it. And like Bluetooth wireless internet. Like wireless internet is fantastic. Right. The ability to take a computer anywhere, anywhere you want and yeah. be able to connect to the internet, fantastic. As we as we say, as we talk about in almost every single class and every event you go to, the next thing is Internet of Things. And I think without a doubt that's the next thing. That's what I definitely believe. It's about the internet and the computers being invisible. Yeah. And it being everywhere. That's like you see those like sci fi stuff. It's like like they have it in like front of their face right. and stuff. Um, like this AR and VR stuff is is very interesting. Oh, um, VR. VR has its uses. Uh, it's let's people need to relax. Come it's, on, right now it's just entertainment. It's, like it's not as it's not as, <laughs> it's not as uh, as worthy of the hype that it is getting. I yeah, I would say like compared to the previous year hype, which was three D printing. This is one is even less worth it, in my opinion. Like my humble opinion. Yeah, I'm get. I'm. Um, it's an excuse to get away with this. <laughs> I was gonna say. I was gonna say. You're almost right. triggering me. Um, but I mean that that can be talked about another time. Yeah. VR is its own mess of a topic. Magic. We've yeah. only been going for an hour. Yeah, it's been good. It's been amazing. Honestly, this has been great. You know, what I'm gonna title this. I'm gonna title this Tech Talks. Tech talks <laughs> like so close. Like your, oh your hashtags are just TED talks. Like right. Your your promotion and branding strategies. Honestly, TED talk, I feel like TED I'm talk. the most inconsistent content creator ever on the internet. Uh, I don't know if you've met me. I promised them a whole new podcast, but instead I, I started another one today. Tech talk. Oh man. <laughs> They probably don't, people don't even care. They probably, like, are one-off listeners anyway. Well, that's the thing. You just got to keep consistent. Yeah. You set a time. You set a date uh, every week or something. You produce something. And you just, like, edit it all night. I'm and then I'm that's su- all you got to do. I'm super scared of of quality and well, that's regretting just, myself on the internet. If, if, you, if you don't take that, this is turning into, like, life talks. Right. If you don't. If you don't take that step and that chance, and I'm really yeah. bad at this, if you don't take that step of chance, you're not going to ever know what what, what possibly was there. You're not going to yeah. know what opportunity you, right. you might have missed out on because you were like, I don't want to see myself fail. And like, I don't know. In anything you do, you got to be able to be ready to like fail. go face first into the ground because if right. you're not ready to, to, to be like right. kicked from behind, like... Like skating. Yeah, ice skating. Oh my God. That's ice a great skating. analogy. Like, Fall first, yeah, and you'd be comfortable. You're, you're never gonna get good at ice skating yeah. unless you keep falling, falling down, right? Because eventually you're gonna learn that balance is super important, <laughs> and that like it's Hold not, it to the wall. it's not, yeah. Well, it's not that hard. Like as it's soon as you, hard. as soon as you pick it up, you're gonna get it. I think, and that's the same I, with content creation. Right. It's like you keep doing it, mm-hmm. you're you're eventually gonna find that form that you like. I think, like this is not what this podcast is about, but I think that's being. <laughs> Being sort of this perfectionist mindset is that you want the, you want to be perfect the first time out. For me, yeah. that's I'm like that's like my personality. Like everything I create, I always want to be the first, great the first time out mm-hmm. because I hate missing opportunities, and failing 
feels like a missed opportunity. Well, and that's the thing. Like, Unless it doesn't. If, if, you're, if you produce content um, for the sole purpose of being like, excuse me, if you if you produce content for the sole purpose of, of perfecting it, um, then I feel like you're, you're missing, in the wrong. You're yeah, wrong. you're missing the the point of content creation, and, which is to, to iterate right. and to keep going. And you know what? I when I started this, I set myself up. I was super convinced that I was had that pure noble intention of just you know talking and iterating, maybe getting better. But then you know that second mind, that old mindset keeps coming back to haunt me every time. Like I I recorded like three episodes of things, and I'm just like. Ugh. I don't want to release it, but the fact that I recorded it sort of shows I'm sort of ready to. Yeah. I don't know. Well, that's the thing. You 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 start making those steps and taking those strides, and uh, eventually, um, you're gonna you're gonna get to a point where you're you're unhappy with your work, and that's good because it shows that you know you can do better. Mm-hmm. And then your next effort around, you do better, right? You know what? That's why I think season one was great because I knew I could do better, but I'm not sure if I'm actively doing better. You're, in not, you're not like ready. Right. Anyways, let's just end this. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening to this amazing tech talk with Rory and me, of course, Shaytan. And hopefully we do this more often. Yeah. Tech I'm, talks. I'm down to do this every Thursday. Every Thursday? Is there going to be an Apple keynote every Thursday to criticize? I know. There's tons of tech means you have to start reading tech news. You don't read tech news? I do, I do, I do. Just like follow the verge. I know, I, I have the emails, right? <laughs> it, it gets me started at least in my search. I'm starting not to only do the verge because um, I found sometimes it was... Yeah, sometimes your content is not the greatest story. Right, it's, it's like the, 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 it's too focused. Sometimes they just let it out really quickly. I'm they like, give you, they give you, you spent like, 10 minutes writing this or... Uh, they give you like the biggest news. Yeah. They don't really focus on like this small little thing. Right, this, like, right. And I also think there's inherently a narrative, in, as we talked about in journalism. Yeah. So we talk about the Apple bias they have, slash whatever. But yeah, The Verge is a good place, but I'm also a good place, okay? Because now I'm going to be doing tech talks, okay? Tech talks. Maybe we'll come up with a new name. But for now, tech talks. Okay. <laughs> I sound so stupid. <laughs>